Are you cereal? I'm Kristen. And I'm Nikki. Katie is not with us today. She's not feeling she's well. She's okay. She's just not feeling well. Yeah. She's not she's dead. sick. Yeah, not dead. <laughs> I guess that kind of sounded like she was dead. <laughs> she's not with us today. <laughs> but we still will be doing our recipe and all that good stuff when she's feeling better. Don't you worry. It'll be coming. How was your week? Um, long. Right? Yeah, I feel like it was never ending. And I was off Monday. And well, and I was off yesterday. Oh. Today was long. That's really what it uh, was. Today our power went out. Well, not our power at work, but our, our internet. Our internet. It was bad. And I started at 6.30. Kristen got there a little bit after me. Yeah. And then our boss was getting ready to let us go home. And it started up again. And then it started working. And we were like, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> As anyone would be. <clears throat> All right. How well, was your week? We're talking about Miss Eileen Warnos. Woo! She was a... Does anyone like her? You know, I don't know. Huh. Like, does she have fans? I'm, I'm sure she does. Like, every serial killer has fans. That's not true. and not fans like us where we like are just fascinated by them, but fans that are like praising they want what these to have people their do. Babies and shit. <laughs> yeah. So Miss Eileen Warnos was a sex worker. Oh. On Florida's highways in 1989. Interesting. And she is known to have killed at least seven men. Oh, that's it. That's she's known. To have killed that many. Oh. So. There could be more. There could be more. Oh. She would flag them down and get in their cars. And say, hey, sexy. She pretty much would. And she's not, like, uh. Pretty? She's not. Yeah. Her childhood is cray-cray. And it's a lot. So I kind of put it all into one. All right, guys, we have a special guest with us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm Marianne. This is our... She's my fairy godmother. Yeah. <laughs> family <laughs> best friend. You know Aww. how there's family friends and then there's family best friends? That's... Yeah. I'm the one that breaks your knees. She is. <laughs> so don't fuck with us. She's the backup. So we're talking about Eileen Warnos. <gasps> Do you know about movie. her? Have you heard about her? I've only watched the movie, but the movie was amazing. I know. I just watched it again yesterday. It's I've really actually good. never seen the movie. I forgot Christina Ricci is in it as the, the girl. Lover. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Warnos was born on February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. I mean, she's old as fuck. OMG. But she grew, <laughs> she grew up in Troy, which is south of the area. Marianne makes me nervous. <laughs> Just kidding. At a young age, she experienced very horrifying childhood trauma. Yeah, oh. I remember this part. At 13 years old, her father killed himself by hanging uh, in his in his jail cell. Beautiful. Yeah, where he was actually serving time for child molestation. Hmm. Of her? 
It didn't specify. Well, Probably come on, Chris. Could have been. Let's put the dots together. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's my dog. He's hanging out put with us. Put the dots together. She's oh, I'm like, uh, connect the dots. Because that's why she hates men. Right. Mm. I just don't understand Kristen's why. still doing the math. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, carry the two, seven, two. 14. I just don't understand why people have the need to, like, do that. What? You know what I mean? Molestation? Children. It's just our young little because babies. Because they're sick. It's just so, gross. It's not an excuse, but it's a mental illness. It yeah. is a mental illness. It's the same as those people who like to marry their car. Oh, or like the ghost of a pirate. Did you oh ever hear God, that yes. one? They married a ghost of <laughs> yes. a pirate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it used to be a person. It wasn't a I car. Mean, she like had real. sex with the air. That's masturbation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean. Okay, let's be clear. That's uh, just called masturbation. Yes, it is, actually. Oh, what would you do? <laughs> Unless Kristen's she just pumping the air right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. People. Rude. Wrong Rude. podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Eileen's mom had abandoned her and her older brother, Keith. Oh, check mark number two. Right? Another dot. Yeah. And they were raised by their paternal grandparents. Well, number three. May not well, be actually, it's kind of a half dot. Ah. So Eileen's, Eileen loved her grandmother. Like, she loved her grandmother. She was really good to them. You know, she made sure they went to the best of schools in the area, and... She was a woman. Yeah. She was... She... Eileen adored her grandmother. But I guess I read a little bit that there's supposedly a third sibling of Eileen, but there's, like, reports of her being a sister, but... uh, Being a sister, but there's, like, no information on her, like, at all. Because they don't want to be... Probably, like, associated. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just some sometimes it's hard to find out anything about siblings. Yeah. Hmm. But when Eileen was young, her grandmother did pass away, and Eileen took it very hard. Oh no. Yeah, like very hard. She was very close to her. Well, I mean, her mother abandoned her. That was like that her was mother her figure. Yeah. Huh? Like your dad to me. Yeah. Only well, he wasn't your grandmother. No, he wasn't. <laughs> That was weird. That was odd. Like your dad. Again, that's a different podcast. (laughs) But that's for our that's the incestual podcast. (laughs) So Eileen took it very, very, very hard, and her grandfather turned for the worse. He started be he started drinking a lot, and he started abusing Eileen sexually and physically and everything. He was like a terrifying force. And he had, after that, abused Eileen for several years after the grandmother died. Just her? Not the... Again, there's like very... Like her child, which I don't understand how that psychologist was able to like figure this stuff out. Because like there's not really a lot that I could find on her childhood that like... hypnotized her. Maybe. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That's Twilight Zone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. think of a sound, okay? So. <laughs> At a young age, Eileen was thrown out of her house and she had to live in the woods. Oh. And it was, it's said, actually, 
that she would (laughs) (laughs) that she would have relations relations with her brother (gasps) oh my because the grandfather had kicked her out of the house and she would go back and forth and like sneak in and have sex with her brother so she had found prostitution very early in life you know Mm -hmm. go figure sounds like it she would trade sexual favors for cigarettes in fucking elementary school (laughs) in elementary school she was only 11 years old which is just it's a tiny baby yeah uh there was this guy that lived in their neighborhood where the where her grandparents house was uh, he was, like, in his 60s, and he used to let kids come over, hang out, do drugs, drink, of all ages, and eventually, a lot of them would go home, like, at the end of the night, you know, but Eileen had passed out one night, and the guy ended up raping her, and that's when she became pregnant. Oh. By this 60-year-old man. That's mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. But uh, when she gave birth, the baby was put up for adoption immediately. Oh, good. Which she was really upset about. It wasn't like her choice. It was the grandfather's choice. She was 11. No, she was... It was a little bit older now. Again, they very, like... Oh, they didn't get, like, ages or anything. Yeah. But still, she's a child. Yeah, she's still a little baby. Having a baby? No, no, no. Babies having babies. Not fun. She had became pregnant at such a young age. Eileen was previously a ward of the state, and she subsided in a vagabond existence, if you will, with hitchhiking and engaging in sex work to survive. She was arrested in the mid nineteen seventies for charges related to assault. And disorderly conduct. Oh, so it started very young in her career. She eventually settled down in Florida where she met a very wealthy man by the name of Louis Fell, who was a president of a yachts club. They married in 1976, and that only lasted nine weeks. Oh. Before Fell. Very weird name. He annulled the union shortly after Warnos was arrested in another altercation. I mean, she was psycho, so I get it. She was. July 17th, 1976. My wedding. But not 1976, 2020. Oh, you didn't get married before you were born? No, I didn't. Uh, Eileen's brother Keith had passed away from cancer. Oh no! And she couldn't have sexual relations. Yeah, anymore. I mean, yeah. Awkward. Who else was she gonna have sex with? But anyone but her brother, <laughs> right? She received ten thousand dollars from his life insurance. Oh god! I know. Lucky bitch. That's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Hey, back then? You never know how much that actually was. When is back then? What's the date? 70s. Eh. $10,000. Eh. We weren't alive, so we don't know. Yeah, oh, I was. <laughs> My dad used to tell me about how him and his family how used to, to walk a mile in like the a, snow. A dollar. So. so your dad's old. He is old. <laughs> yes. Uh, with that money, she had paid off some debts involving a DUI 
but then she bought a brand new car and then smashed that brand new car. Oh. For driving under the influence. Good job. That was a revolving door there. Did you, did yeah. you catch that? I got stuck. <laughs> You're like, oh no, oh no. Uh, shortly after Eileen, shortly after, shortly after that last DUI, she met Tyra Moore. Boy, I didn't say Banks. Tyra Moore was a 24-year-old who was from Daytona, Florida. Oh. Uh, and the two had aborted the love boat. The love, love boat. I don't know that Something one. for You everyone. never watched the no. love boat? No. I even watched that and that was before my time. So sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> anyway, so, so bad. In 1978... <laughs> Eileen met Richard Mallory, who was actually a convicted rapist. Oh. And had just recently finished his prison terms years earlier. He was 51 when his body and car was found in the woods after being shot several times. Beautiful. Again. But Eileen had said that all her clients oh. had raped her or attempted to rape her. How do you rape someone who is having clients? Well, I mean, just because you're a prostitute doesn't mean you're consenting to certain types of sex. No, of course. But she's consenting. Yeah, but sometimes but she's only they consenting just... to a specific thing. She's yeah. not consenting to maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in Monster. And I, they didn't say the guy's names, but one of them, she had agreed to have sex, but didn't agree to, like, give him oral. Right. And he had forced her, and she shot him, like, a bunch of times. This might have been this guy, Richard. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he also had one. He also had one. It just doesn't make sense to me why you think that shooting someone is a proper response that's because you're not a serial killer i see okay <laughs> carry on those Ooh, dots are getting closer <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> the dots are all connecting we're up to six. <laughs> oh my god and she said that all her killings were obviously in self-defense because they were rape raping her well that guy that i just said from the movie he was like forcing that, okay, her to yeah. do something she didn't want to do yes <clears throat> But in 1990, Eileen had killed 43-year-old David Spears by shooting him six times and stripping his corpse naked. Is that the guy she left in the woods? Yes. Yeah. I remember that part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Yeah, right? So, again. She's a badass mamma jamma. Yeah. Like a woman's doing this, you know? Woman power. Uh, five days after David's body was found, police located the remains of another victim, 40-year-old Charles Karskidin. He had been shot nine times. She went up a little bit. Huh. Uh, and she, he was tossed on the side of the road. These bullets must have been, like, free for her. Right? Yeah. Well, she was getting like paid that. for sex. That's true. It's not like she was broke. Uh. <laughs> she looked it, let me tell you. 
On June 30th, 1990, 65-year-old Peter Sines disappeared on a drive from Florida to Arkansas. And witness had witnessed... Wow. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Witnesses claimed to have seen two women driving his car matching more and uh, Warnos' description. So they're kind they never really figured it was her. Like they never found out it was her. But they later found out after a while that her fingerprints were on the car and several of his personal items had turned up in local pawn shops oh. that were known to have been in his car at the time. Hmm. Yeah. She's a She's a crazy one. Yeah. We interrupt this podcast for Katie's Killer Snacks. Hello and welcome to Katie's Killer Recipe of the Week. I did a little dance there for you guys because I'm excited. This one's really good. I tried the batter. Batter. Batter? Yeah. The base of the ice cream? Sure. Batter, batter, batter. Do I need to be plugged in? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Guys, I'm sorry. We had technical difficulties, but we didn't at the same time because we checked and we were still rolling. So I didn't need to be plugged in. (laughs) Sorry. That was my bad. I'm a little tired. My kids have been sick all weekend, so have I. But anyway, so did I say what it was called? No. Oh, okay. We made death by coffee ice cream pie because Eileen Warnos asked for a black cup of coffee as her last meal. She was a bad bitch. She thought so. Not in a good way. Yeah. It's got a Oreo crust that we slipped a little cinnamon in. It's really freaking good. You're definitely going to want to make this one. Okay, signing off. Have a great week. Tyra and Eileen have gone on to have killed three more men together. And Tyra was not so privy, if you will. To her killings originally. She just kind of figured, you know, I mean, she knew Eileen was doing the sex work. Right. But she didn't know exactly what she was doing. She didn't know what more than sex. Because more money started to come in. And so she's like, you're getting this much, you know? Where is it coming from? Yeah. (laughs) After they had killed their third person together, Eileen was picked up on a warrant after another bar fight. She didn't leave those. Yeah. Like, didn't she learn her lesson? Come on. Apparently not. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Eventually, Tyra had enough. Not Tyra Banks, remember? <laughs> and she left Eileen, and she had returned back to Pennsylvania, where... Police ended up arresting her the day after Eileen was booked from that biking bar fight. fight. Biking bar fight. 
<laughs> From the bar fight. Yeah. Okay. When they arrested Tyra, they had flown her back to Florida. Uh-huh. And they had put her up in a motel. Fancy. Right? In hopes that she would flip on Eileen and give them some intel. Wait, what do you mean flip on her? She would flip on Eileen. Like, tell, give up everything Eileen did. Because they had suspicion that she was, you know, she had a, obviously she had a record. Yeah. And a lot of these guys that she was actually killing, she was killing them in the same area, almost. Like, within the same area off of the highway in Florida. But it was happening a lot in that area. And then some of them, they would find the bodies on the side of the road. Right, but near right. the same area. And it was all happening within a certain time frame. And that guy that she killed that was 65 years old uh-huh. when he was driving from Florida to Arkansas. <laughs> like this. They did find her fingerprints. Okay, so they had evidence. They had evidence. Her. Yeah, but it took them a while to figure out it was her. Event. I mean, just right off the bat, she was just like, let go. Until they could find... You know, evidence. Why do they do that? I don't know. I mean, I get it. You can only hold them for so long before you have to release without yeah. evidence. But yeah. Uh, damn it. I know. Well, Tyra did end up getting Eileen to flip. Okay. And she had gotten Eileen to admit to seven of the murders but she had mentioned that there was more that she didn't know of so what i'm assuming is that the seven that she knows of was obviously the in the time frame they were together you know what i mean yeah because she was doing this before her and tyra actually became a couple so she was gay yes okay i guess we didn't you didn't specifically say that yeah. So I, I wasn't so, sure if she was like just I like I was saying earlier about their besties. That, yeah. That scene in Monster where she was being forced to give this guy oral sex. Yeah. She didn't mind having sex with them because she didn't have to like be confronted by it, I guess. Oh. If that makes sense. It didn't have to be like in her face. Yeah. Yeah. So, and obviously she doesn't like it. So by her being forced to give this guy oral, it was like... I mean, at the same time, you know that's what they're going to want. Well, yeah. I mean, foreplay, hello. I've never been with a man that I am sure you do not know this, but... Yeah, I mean... That's all they want. It is. So They could care less about anything else. Yeah, pretty much. So... Tyra did get Eileen to admit, and it took se- uh, seven days. It took four days of constant calls between the two of them in order to get her to admit to the murders. Jesus. I know. <clears throat> I'm surprised she didn't just say, here, baby. I know, right? Eileen spent 1991 waiting in jail for her trials to start, and Tyra had continued to cooperate with authorities in exchange for immunity. And, you know, I just don't I cheat. hate when they do those stupid immunity things. 
Yeah, because you have no choice. Of course you're going to... Like, I get Well, it. I mean, there are people that won't do it, but... Yeah. I get that they do it so that they can get the whole story, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, don't put that on the table right away. Mm-hmm. I agree. I know. It's like, stupid. What's her name? Who? Ken and Barbie. Oh. I don't remember her name. I, don't want, I want to call her Mira, but that's not her name. <laughs> Mira? Mirabelle. Mirabelle. Eileen eventually caught on to what Tyra was doing, and yet she seemed to have welcomed it. Like, she wasn't like... She was like, okay. She's like, sure, here you go. And, I mean, if it was me, I would have lied my ass off and made her look stupid. Maybe she knew her... Her motive? No, her, like, fate was sealed already. So Probably. Like, Whatever. I guess so. That could be. That really could be. Like if she knew that she already admitted to, I don't know, let's say four or five of the murders. Yeah, you're already screwed. Yeah. They already know that you killed five people. Uh-huh. Or whatever. So it makes sense that you would yeah. just like finish it off. Like, here you go. There's the rest. Yeah. You're either going to rot in jail or you're going to get killed. One or the other. Pick one. Yeah. So, life in prison was not easy on Eileen. No? No. Oh. It was not a walk in the park. Huh. She often attended confinement. Oh. She was in another bar fight? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And gradually started to believe that her food had spit and bodily fluids in it. That's disgusting. I hope that's not true. You never know. I know, but that's just, it's disgusting. It is. Because of that, she often went on hunger strikes. I could understand. Yeah, and she refused to eat the food that was being prepared by the prison kitchen when certain individuals were present. Okay. So, she must have not made friends with people when they were fucking with her. Friendly. So we're almost there. We're almost to the end. Okay. Eileen had re- represented herself in court because she had a theory that she was being plotted against. Uh-huh. So this must be like a reoccurring thing with her, that she thinks people are out to get her. Well, yeah. I mean, look what Tyra did to her. Yeah. Right? I mean, and she loved Tyra. The person that you were in love with is, you know, yeah, gave you up so they could keep themselves out of jail. And now it's like, you don't know. And now you're SOL, so. Yeah. That's I'm sure you you start to think that that's what everyone's going to do to you. Like, there's you don't have anybody you can trust, basically. Yeah. Well, her representing herself left, left her completely unprepared. And she was unable to cope with the loads of paperwork that her seven murder trial involved. Well, duh. Right? No, I mean, obviously it's going to be a lot of paperwork. You think that these people get paid billions of dollars yeah. for nothing? Like, come Well, on. like I was telling you earlier, remember? like, If it was easy to be a lawyer, I would be a lawyer. Yeah, seriously. Like I was saying earlier, each trial is a sentence. Each murder is a sentence. So it's like... Yeah. No shit, each one's going to have more paperwork. 
Oh, I know. So she had went on a trial in 1992, my year now, and was convicted two weeks later and the outcome was death. And a month after, she had pleaded no contest to three or more murders, and those also resulted in a death penalty. So those are two pe- death penalties already. Hey. Right? <clears throat> How do you die twice? <laughs> right? I don't know. That's what I said earlier. We were talking about it. And I'm like, what are they going to do? Kill you, revive you, and kill you again? Like, well, it's like, if you're already zombie. giving. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're already giving someone a death sentence, it's like... You've already killed them. So yeah, why give them three more? Why are or whatever? you going to... I don't know, I'm not an attorney. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, she just... Kristen just said, if, she, if being an attorney was easy, I would be I would be one already. Yeah, they make bank. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. In 1992, Eileen had pleaded to another murder of someone by the names of... four? Yeah, four. Charles Karskadin, right? Bless you. Karskadin. And she was given another death sentence. So that's four death sentences already. That's insane. That's a lot of zombifying. (laughs) They're still doing it now. They're still reviving her. (laughs) It's 2022 and they're still doing it. Yeah. Well, 10 years after her first sentence, Eileen was on death row and declining fast. She had been diagnosed as a psychopath. Go figures. What? With a borderline personality disorder. Shut the front door. Could you believe that? No. Who would have thought that that would happen to her? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let me talk to your manager. (laughs) In 2001, she asked that her sentence just be hurried along with already because... She's already dead. Yeah. (laughs) And with her abusive and inhumane living conditions, uh, she claimed her body was just being attacked by a sonic weapon of some sort. And I am not sure what that is. I think, like... Like wavelengths. Did you just do magic fingers? <laughs> she did. She, <laughs> no, she did dad jazz fingers. <laughs> like like supersonic wave things. Like frequencies? Yeah. There you go. Nope. <laughs> no? Nay nay. That's just called crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. didn't mean it was real, just I think that's what she was talking about. We're not sure what she was thinking. Yeah, she's a psycho. I mean, so am I, so, you know. <laughs> God. Eileen had sent a letter into the court saying, and I quote, I am so sick of hearing this she's crazy stuff. I've been evaluated so many times. I'm competent, sane, and I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm one who seriously hates human life and I will kill again, end quote. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. Just you... kill the bitch already then. <laughs> Rough. Well, sorry. Woof. Woof. June 6, 2002, her with, her with, her, her wish came Her wish was Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> her wish was granted. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
I think I peed a little bit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. On June 6, 2002, Eileen's <laughs> got her wish. Her wish went true. Her wish went true. Her wish came through. And she was executed by lethal injection at 9.47 p.m. Hooray! Congratulations, ma'am. No, I didn't see that in that article I read. You didn't know what prison she was in? No. That was a weak article. I know, it really was. Well, there was conflicting information on, like, several different websites. Maybe she was transferred. And this was, like, the most authentic one. Mm. So during, during her last interview, she quoted, I'd just like to say I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. Sailing June 6th, like the movie, big mothership, and all, I'll be back. End quote. All right, Terminator. Eileen's last meal was a simple black cup of coffee. That's Marianne's meal every day. Right. Keeps you regular. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Her story became very big, and there were three movies made about Eileen and her murder spree. One of the most famous ones is the one we were referring to, Monster, starring Charlize Theron. She actually went on to win an Oscar from that movie. That was a good movie. It really was. You should watch it, Chris. Yeah, I will. It was really good. So, you know, honestly, I think I remember when she was injected lethally that I read an article about it. Yeah. We were alive. I don't, I just thought about it. I was in the salon waiting on Katie or Lisa, one of them. Huh. Yeah. And it was in like the magazine. And I was like, who the fuck is this crazy bitch? And now you know. And now I know. And if you didn't know. So that um, wraps up Miss Eileen Warnos. Which we leads. a question for. Yes, Marianne will be our answering question person. Bum, bum, okay. Bum. This leads up to our question of the week. Okay, better. Do you think Eileen deserved what she got? Yeah. She wanted it. She did, right? And do you believe that she was being raped? Yes. Because of monster. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Even though she was acting, doing illegal action by being a prostitute, she was in her young years of development, Mm -hmm. molested, raped, Mm -hmm. damaged. So any intercourse with a man or a woman was yeah. probably in her mind okay trauma oh yeah makes it's sense true. you know what about you i definitely think she deserved it i see what you're saying about the rape but i also feel like she seems like the kind of person that also did say yeah it was and then cried wolf and said right so I don't think so I think she was just too traumatized and broken yeah to differentiate she probably used it as a social test yeah I mean like she had to find a man 
lure him in. That's true. Offer him sex and see what he would do. Right. I agree. And I know definitely towards the end she was, obviously she knew what she was doing and she was killing these guys Mm -hmm. to just kill them. Yeah. And before I think she was being raped and then now, well not now, but when she was doing it towards the end it was... Power. Power. They were raping me so I had to shoot them like before. You know what I mean? (sighs) Maybe a little bit of both then. No, Kristen, you're just not right in this situation. No, I refuse to believe that. (laughs) She's like, but you know. She was being raped. But then as she continued to have it happen, she turned it into her lifestyle. If you think about it. I think, yeah, I think it could go many different ways. We will never know. Unfortunately, we won't ever know. Fortunately or unfortunately? feels so weird to not wear your earmuffs. I was going to say earmuffs, <laughs> but I knew that was the wrong word. Headphones? Yeah, headphones. So, my answer to the question, I think, in a way, she didn't deserve it because she was so messed up as a child that her views on sex and men and all that were so... Like, she never got a fair chance to... Figure all that out. Yeah. So I feel like she had a lot of mental... Well, obviously, she had a lot of mental issues from that. She was crazy. She was very crazy. But it's sad, though. Like, her upbringing and what she had to deal with with her uh, grandfather and probably her father, too, and her brother. And those are the people in your life that you're supposed to trust and, you know, be able to lean on when you're when you need help or you're scared or whatever, and they're taking advantage of you as a young child. So, what? Nothing. <laughs> you're just staring into my soul. Because I'm waiting for you to rebut me. No, no, I agree with you. So, I'm looking up at the sky now. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> no, so I think maybe she sh- she didn't deserve it, but at the same time, I feel like she wanted to die at the end because she even in her last meal like she's just done she just wanted a cup of coffee like you know she's just over it so I get you I feel like she should have probably gotten the chance to be in the mental ward of a nice hospital That's, and that's not to say that she, you know, should get a free pass for killing people, but no, she's insane, mentally unstable. hospital, though. Yeah. Huh? A hospital for the insane? Yeah. Yeah. So that is my opinion. That's a good one. Thanks. And I have another question. How do you like your coffee? Black. Oh, you <laughs> devil. Crystal? White. <laughs> She likes she likes a little bit of coffee with her cream. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I, I like to, Starbucks whore. I like to taste my coffee. I don't like to taste it. Why do you drink it? I just want to protect because I want the caffeine. Nerd. So drink the freaking tea like you do. I do. I do. Sometimes you just you get bored and you want to be different. cool and have coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a complicated individual because oh God, I really don't be like. 
busy. <laughs> I'm the Starbucks's worst customer. No, I'm just kidding. But I really That's don't funny. like a super sweet drink. But on the other hand, I do love the Starbucks brown sugar oat milk lattes. That one's really good. Oh my god. If they make it right, it's good. Yeah, the other day they ran out of cinnamon and they're like, is that okay? And I was like, sure. Like, what could it, you know. It's not gonna threw be the whole different. thing off. It really did. It threw it completely off and I was like, oh, I was so bummed. And then I was thinking. Like, and then you had it here in your mouth. Yeah, but like, now I'm just thinking I should have just put cinnamon in it. It's ruined. Myself. It's not the same. Like when I got home. They have magic Starbucks cinnamon. I think they do. Mm-hmm. But if I'm making coffee at home, usually I like it a little tan. Some cream and a little sugar. So you like it my color? Yeah, I do. Oh, I should just hold my hand up to your coffee. Exactly. Okay. And I'll <laughs> hold mine up to yours. <laughs> we'll switch. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. Please come back again. Next time when Katie's here, then you can get the whole entire shebang. shebang. Yeah, and you can hear her, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the one with the weak no, stomach. I'm not listening. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Unless she makes me repeat things. She's like, wait, I blacked out. What? Well, it's true. thanks for tuning in. Sayonara, suckers. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and remember to check out our IG are you serial podcast? Are you serial podcast? I keep wanting to say dot com. <laughs> well, that's like our website. website. And remember to check out our TikTok page for Katie's recipe of the week. Uh, remember to stay pretty and keep it serial. Bye. Keep it serial. Kitty. Oh. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.